this A or B? I don't know. Is it A? I'll tell you what it is. Great and full of surprises. It's the latest G1 tournament show. I think it's for A, this NGPW extravaganza. And uh, first of all, we get Okan versus Kojima. Now, these two can really turn up the brutality. And they do, actually. Okan's enjoying himself just beating up Kojima early on. Kojima comes back with some chops. Of course he does. Kevin Kelly points out that other people who have been working as long as Kojima in the G1 have withdrawn from the G1 this year, but he hasn't. And that's really good, actually. Even it's a DDT on the apron. That's fabulous. It's hard-hitting all the way tr- all the way through. Okan comes out, but really, it's about the way that they really give no quarter trading clotheslines and big shots. And it sets it up nicely for um, what could be, it's an odd couple match, really. It's Toriano versus Ishii, because Ishii doesn't have much of a sense of fun. And um, Toriano has too much of a sense of fun in a lot of ways. At one point, early on in the match, Yano pulls Ishii's shirt up and then rolls him up. It's, it's, not, it's not great. It's not great. He then um, takes the pad off. Don't be too naughty. You know, Ishii just thinks, I'm going to take you outside and beat some sense into you. And he does. He then later on throws the pad at him as well, which is not just the pad, because it's got all the buckles on it and all that kind of stuff as well. I think it must have really hurt him. But Toriano can wrestle, as we know, when he gets two near falls... Ishii smacks his head into the exposed steel. That's two and seven-eighths for that near fall. And then Yano gets the win with a backslide. Ishii's grabbing his family jewels, his twig and berries, to say it's a a low blow. They were both having a bit of a go at that during the match. And, um, well, that's incredible, isn't it, really? Yeah, now we get... Uh, Yujiro Takahashi versus uh, Shingo. Now, I think that Shingo should really win this match. It's a struggle. Tell you that. It's violent from the off. Outside action. Takahashi hitting him with the cane and Kevin Kelly saying, I think Kenta has spoken to Takahashi here and he wants Shingo out of the picture. I mean, Kelly really does paint those pictures to use the word picture twice in fact three times I said picture oh that's four times stop saying picture that's five times now anyway in the ring Shingo hits that lovely wheel bar of suplex he's got and a sliding lariat that is lovely but Takahashi can hang with him you know kicks out of the made in Japan great low DDT on the outside Shingo's back up almost immediately hits a DVD on the outside a Death Valley driver on the outside. They're not watching a DVD together. Oh, that's nice, uh, Shingo. Very nice, Takahashi. Yes, I like this film. No, it's a Death Valley driver. And then Shingo goes to get into the ring. Takahashi holds on to him, sacrifices himself. They're both, account- they're both counted out. That's zero points for both. Shingo, out of the picture. That's really good stuff. It's really nice sports entertainment stuff, this. And it doesn't let up. Tangaloa now versus Zack Sabre Jr. Early on, Zack's just got an octopus right from the off, actually, screaming tap because he knows that he needs to get him out early because Tangaloa will grow as the match grows. And that is the case. He then hits a twist on the floor, which is absolutely lovely. 
But Tongalo is trying to make it into a dirty fight. It's a backdrop on the apron, and then there's a lovely standing moonsault from Tongaloa um, into a cross face. They trade suplexes. There's a lovely tornado DDT from uh, from Zack Sabre Jr. Tongaloa pops up, no sells it. Incredible. They have so many counters. It's back and forth stuff. Then Tongaloa lifts him onto his back. And they're really trying for supremacy here. Eventually, Zack gets an octopus and then a, that superb standing destroyer move that he does. I don't know what he calls it. I just know I call it fantastic. And then Tangaloa reverses a backslide for the pin. Yes, the pin. He wins. Extraordinary work from Gorillas of Destiny. Extraordinary. No one would have expected that, surely. It's brilliant. They both come of age in this tournament, in my view. And it's great to see. Great match, back and forth. And as I said, Tangaloa really grew during the match. And that sets us up nicely for Kenta versus Ibushi. You know that um, Ibushi's going to... I mean, you have to keep him down to get him down. Early on, Kenta takes the pad off and Ibushi goes straight into the exposed steel. There's some outside business and Ibushi gets back into the ring at 19.9. Oh, yes. Then there's a chair to Ibushi. He pops up. He no-sells it. He hooks up. Probably the wrong person to use here. Later on, when Kenta is placed on a table on the outside... As he lies on it, the table just buckles, gives way. The, the legs go underneath. Ibushi thinks, I'm on top now. I might as well jump off anyway. That hurts both of them quite a lot, I would say. It, it looks quite quite nasty, really. There's then a counter-draping DDT, which is absolutely brutal. And then Ibushi, you think, well, he's got the Kamigoi, so he's bound to... No, it's a kick out for a long two. And then Kenta... Double knees for a long two. After what's happened before, Ibushi could lose this, even though I'm not expecting him to. But he does hit the Kamigoi for the pin in a rather fine match. Sort of overshadowed by what happened before, but you know Ibushi's matches are going to be knocked down and drag out. Great, great selection of matches, this. And some differences in them too. It's nice when they do something that you don't expect. And I didn't expect that. But I'm expecting to enjoy the next one. Ta-ta.